0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, encourage, and empower women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Miss Elaine Rao, and she is the founder of Lady Boss Bloggers. So, if you guys don't know what it is, go ahead and check it out. The, the link will be in the bio. But, hi, Elaine. How are you doing today? Hey,
1: good. Good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is an incredible pleasure for me to be able to be on your amazing podcast.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So I'm excited to dig deep and get to know so much more about you, so much more about your business, so much more about your brand. Um, So let us know a little bit more about what you do and who you are. So
1: I am Elaine Rao, and I started Lady Boss Blogger about four years ago, all about, because I wanted, I had this dream of becoming a Lady Boss Blogger, and I didn't know mm-hmm. how to do that. So I basically started researching and different stuff like that, and ultimately, that's what I became. So mm-hmm. that's how it kind of all started. Um, of course, there's more story behind that. But um, I base, now, it's I, I, I'm a blog strategist that helps um, women learn how to, like, Spread their 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 blogging message to mm-hmm. the world, so whatever that is, um, I help them market their blog.
0: Awesome! I love it. I love it. You know, the interesting thing about being able to connect with so many women on this platform and have them share their stories is like everyone does something different. Literally, it's so unique and so beautiful. So I love it. So let us know how you got started on this journey. What made you become a blogger, and how did you shift into blog marketing?
1: So I was originally in the wedding industry and I was like the wedding girl. I literally, I sold wedding dresses, wedding venues, wedding flowers, like everything wedding. I was your girl. (laughs) But, um, one day my boyfriend who was living overseas at the time, he called me and told me I was at church actually. And he told me that his brother had just been murdered. And so Mm. I asked my boss if I could go see him, be with him, be with his family. And my boss said, no, because it would affect sales. And I was in charge of national sales at that time. And Mm. so I had to choose basically between career and family. I mean, family, And we've been dating for four years at that time. So of course I chose him. I moved overseas to Honduras and I quit my job. And I know in retrospect, I was like, oh, what are you doing? But like, you know. (laughs) Like this is the thing to do you know and I had no hesitation about it I just picked up and moved Mm -hmm. and landed in Honduras and I was like ooh, from first world country to developing country from no from amazing job to no job from all my friends being there to no friends and it was a Mm -hmm. really stark transition and so how to reinvent myself and had to like learn who do who who am I at my -hmm. core without my job without this wedding title what Mm -hmm. does Elaine like to do and so mm-hmm. I just really, you know, went through this whole, tr- you know, transformation of like, uh, like learning. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, when I had lived in Chicago, I had met like all these like male entrepreneurs. And I was like, I never met an entrepreneur in my, in my life before, but they just thought differently. You know, I mean, my parents mm-hmm. are professors. So it's like, you basically, you work, you go through this very linear procession and then mm-hmm. you die, you know? Or like, you know, <laughs> retire, <you're> <laughs> then you die. So that's literally what I thought. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. what you do. But when I met them, I was like, whoa, they think differently. Mm. And then I was like, hold on, where's all the women at? Like, mm. where's the woman, the female entrepreneurs? And so that's yes. why I became lady boss blogger because like, I wanted to interview and be involved and surrounded by lady bosses to learn from them. Mm. And I also would have wanted to become a blogger because when I was working in the wedding industry, I actually just as an internship for fun, I interned mm-hmm. for this blogger. And mm-hmm. I would go to her events and write for her. And I never in a million years thought you could make money blogging because mm-hmm. she had started her magazine and blog seven years and she had not made a dime. And mm-hmm. so I just associated blogging with happiness and an ability to uh, like be an outlet. And so literally within one week um, of starting my blog, I had monetized it. And I didn't realize that that was something that was abnormal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now I teach other people how to do what I do, which is basically monetize your blog from like week one um, Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So, yeah,
0: (laughs) I love it. Listen, being able, that's what we talked about this before we even hopped on here, just being able to explore different things, be exposed to new avenues. And sometimes it takes that just like abrupt, you know, change in your life to bring out the best qualities of you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Just like discuss who you are at your core. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. So um, how would you say your definition of success has changed over that time? You know, being in a different mindset and changing and being able to shift and creating something that you truly enjoy. How has your definition of success changed?
1: I used to think it was all about money. It's all about fame, all about wealth, all about all those things. Um, but getting in business, yes, it was all about that, but, uh, uh, more than anything, it was about like time freedom and having Mm -hmm. being able to spend my time exactly how I want it. And Mm -hmm. I love that. Like I, I no longer am I on the phone with brides from when Mm -hmm. I wake up to when I pass out at night, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm literally just like, if I want to spend time, like in the morning, I have like three hours. It's just me and God. And I just mm-hmm. like have my devos. I have my time and it's like, and then I go out to lunch with friends and then I work mm-hmm. and, you know, different stuff like that. But it's like, mm-hmm. you, you're not bound by someone else's schedule, yes. but, you know? So I feel mm-hmm. like to me, that's the ultimate thing because it's like, life is not about being tethered. It's about ex- exploration. It's about, you know, being content with where you're at. And of course, you know, growth, but like yeah, being successful every day, you know, and maintaining that, that, that balance and and doing what it is that you want to every day and being happy about it. So.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. And, you know, I think that during this time that we're going through, a lot of people have been able to take into account how they truly just want freedom with their life, and it's obtainable. I love how you know everyone's been able to just reach for what they want to go go toward, taking different risks, and just doing things that they wouldn't normally do. So I think that's um, very very important. So what would you say are some of your biggest obstacles that you had to overcome, other than you know just kind of uprooting yourself and taking a risk and moving to a totally different country what are some other obstacles that you encountered while starting your business
1: right I mean other than that I mean those are some (laughs) huge obstacles (laughs) but
0: yes
1: (laughs) but I would (laughs) say the technicalities of starting a blog oh Mm -hmm. my goodness like my brain hurt like every single day trying to figure out like what is a plugin? Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. how do I rewire this? Why is this thing not working? Like, oh man, tears, sweat, blood, like everything was just on the computer just laid out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, technically, you know, like even being a millennial, you're like, oh, you mm-hmm. should be able to. And, and I am quite, I mean, I would say I'm normal. I'm, I'm average mm-hmm. for a millennial in terms of techie mm-hmm. skills. Um, so but yeah but it's still hard (laughs) yeah you know like you have to like dive in and just really like you know but every single time once i like learned it and like surpassed it i was like Mm. okay you know so i I would say the technical aspect was hard but like Mm. if i can do it you can do it like
0: you just right, like, I'm not a computer engineer, but I can try to figure something out.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. The desire to learn is mm-hmm. more important than your capacity or your skill level, because mm-hmm. you, earn, you learn
0: skills by, like, learning how to do it, so, yes. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I think, you know, especially, like, shifting from working a regular job to, you know, creating your own job. It's really difficult in the sense of, you know, time management, because it's like we're so new to this whole freedom thing that sometimes we forget that, you know, I still got to do work. I still got to do this and do that. So I think yeah. that's a that's one of like a, one of the biggest obstacles that a lot of women that have been on my podcast have had to like overcome is just being given all of this time and freedom that. You're like, wait, like I have to create my own schedule now. I have to be the one that makes, pushes myself to be productive. It's, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> so actually for me, it was a little bit different because I actually worked like a majority of my jobs were actually a hundred percent commission because mm-hmm. I liked that. And I was more mm-hmm. drawn to that. I was like, don't put a cap on me. Don't give me a salary. <laughs> I want to work for it. You know? So uh-huh. I feel like I kind of like, you know, it was my, it was already a part of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what? that's if so I-
0: different too.
1: Right. So, so I'm like, if you want to become an entrepreneur, work 100 percent commission jobs. If you can survive, you can be an entrepreneur <laughs> like that. That, no, that can be your stepping stone.
0: <laughs> Basically, entrepreneurship is 100 percent commission. So. <laughs>
1: yes, it is. The harder you work, the more it is. But once you learn automations and you learn strategy and you learn mm-hmm. how like, the whole thing works, boom, it's it's, yes. it's, it's easy from there.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. And I just talked about someone else, um, talked about this with someone else. It's like how different steps in your life, you don't realize how everything that you're doing is setting you up for where you're supposed to be. And it's like, sometimes we don't realize, we're like, oh, I don't really like to do this. But in the end, it's like, I just spoke with a girl, like she was a military, um, military girl. And, you know, she moved every two years. And I was like, well, that is your strong suit because now you're able to kind of be a chameleon and blend in where you need to be and kind of adapt to things quickly. So it's like, it's crazy how, you know, the things that we hate sometimes are things that bring us our success.
1: Right, But and, and going along, piggybacking off of that, it's more about like the discipline of mm-hmm. like, like, if you can do something that you don't wanna do consistently, mm-hmm. that is yes. time discipline. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that's super commendable. Yeah, no, and I, I would say every like whenever people are there, like oh, like what's like six the, the what's the secret to having a successful blog and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like consistency. Like mm-hmm. I post on my blog every single day for three years, 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Central, every single day, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it grew like way bigger, way faster, all that stuff. I mean, my audience mm-hmm. knew she's gonna be there, you know, at this time. It's kind of like a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if your show's not on at 6 p.m. when you get home, you're like, Uh, uh, excuse me lady boss Boss, (laughs) where where you at right so like you have to be consistent with it and um and
0: provide quality right and provide quality as you do it Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's like the same with like i told you like how i have a youtube channel like you have to be consistent you can't sit here and say i'm gonna post a video this week okay now i'm not gonna wait till the next month to post another video it's gonna be like okay there's this waiting game like everything is so fast paced now that we have to be with that. So like posting every day or posting like once a week, just you got to be on a schedule with yourself. Um, So what would you say Um, is one of your biggest life lessons that you've learned along your journey? Oh, that it's not,
1: uh, I would say right now during COVID, what I learned is that there, there must be a bigger purpose outside mm-hmm. of yourself, outside of, who you are as a person, like a higher purpose, because Mm -hmm. ultimately, I mean, you know, like after four years of blogging, I mean, you know, I was featured on like, you know, so many different blogs, so many, you know, like Huffington post and like Forbes and like all these different things. And -hmm. then it comes down to it. And I'm like, why am I like purposeless? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, like, I was like, okay, there needs to be something else other than me that you're striving for and aiming for. And for Mm -hmm. me, that's God. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I reoriented him to the center and focus of my life. So I feel like for me that that's, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And what was the question again? I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Your biggest
0: life lesson. Right, yes, that's my biggest life lesson. Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. Like look, literally sometimes I will be sitting here and I'm listening to you and I'm like, oh, that's a good point to make. But then when it comes around to me, kind of piggybacking off of that, I'm like, wait, what a minute. What did she say? I kind of totally forgot that. Listen, I understand. It's a lot of things going on and right. we have to try to keep up with our mind just, just running too fast.
1: Right. But I was just thinking about God and I just like got lost over there. <laughs> I was up in the clouds, you
0: know. <laughs> that is a good place to be. A good place right. to be. So if you had to say one thing to women and girls around the world to inspire them to dream without limitations, what would it be?
1: Oh my goodness. I would say that you are more capable than you think you are. Um, I feel like oftentimes we look at other people that are like, oh, like they got it together or like they, they X, Y, Z, fill in the blank right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's got it together. Okay. Let me just tell you that I do not have it together. Oh, yes. My- I have these accolades, these, you know, uh, accomplishments, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, everyone is just figuring it out. No mm-hmm. one has lived life before. So no. we're all just trying things, you know, Every day is exactly. So I would say like, yes, have mentors. Yes. Have people that you look up to, but don't mm-hmm. necessarily like, don't discount your own, um skill set that you've been gifted um right. and and learn how to hone that um in the right. sense of like you know if you're in like a classroom like I used to be the girl who was like oh I would never say anything like outside oh, of the classroom I was like all loud and like <laughs> hey. but in the classroom I was like ooh, like no I'm not trying to say anything because I don't want to like I don't know what it is you know like it's
0: I always use this analogy, like being in the classroom and it's like you have a question to, you know, something that the teacher is teaching and you don't want to raise your hand because you feel like, oh, my God, everyone in the class already knows it. So I don't want to feel like the one that's left out. So you don't raise your hand when in reality, like 15 other people are wondering the same question. (laughs) exactly
1: and so like going back to the whole you know thinking you're more capable than you are the thing is like the people who raise their hands and just try you know like just try to see if the answer is you know what it is and Mm -hmm. that that's how you learn you know so you have to be willing to try
0: yes 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 I love it you know I think it's really important especially as women. you know sometimes we have these self-limiting beliefs within ourselves we doubt ourselves a lot and a lot of that is society's pressures on us so You know just being able to overcome that and come out of those years of you know different oppressive feelings within ourselves is you know something to applaud ourselves for and something to definitely strive towards right and the other
1: thing i would say is you have to fall in love with the process like Mm -hmm. i feel like you know in our society is so structured based off of the product what you get after years and years and years of
0: striving
1: Mm -hmm. and it's like nobody talks about the process or they mm-hmm. do, but it's like, oh, that was my process and here's my yeah. you know? Right. Like,
0: just so- focus on this. This is what, just <laughs> focus on the end goal. You know, right. we're not going to really talk about that. And I think that's important too, because it's like a lot of people feel like they're a failure if they don't achieve something within a certain time when, you know, you have to be grateful for those little accomplishments. I used to be like super re- results driven and I tell people this all the time. When I got my first B, I've literally cried like a baby. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm a failure. Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do in life? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you know, being (laughs) that posture, it's like it's one thing, like everything is not going to be perfect. Everything is not going to be the way you want it to be. So. You just have to like live life as it is take it as it is and just kind of roll with the punches
1: <laughs> right exactly yeah i mean just lo- like loving the process I, and it, piggybacking off of what you're saying uh, granted i wasn't a good student so i wasn't you know bees didn't phase me i strive for bees but <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of the process i feel like it was more like like during covid i was like i felt i was a failure and mm-hmm. my mentor was like um hello and she just opened up my eyes to all the stuff that I was doing but like mm-hmm. and what she said was like even in winter there is growth we have seasons we all go through seasons yes. COVID might be your winter you know mm-hmm. but guess what's after winter it's spring oh wait right. oh yes you. it is spring no. <laughs> so no like growth good. is happening and flowers are gonna be blooming so just mm-hmm. continue through the season don't think that like Keep Right. Your, your season is not necessarily a limiting thing, but like the, how you go through the process in terms of like being content and happy with where you are at, at that moment mm-hmm. um, and retraining your brain. I've been, oh my gosh, I've been retraining my brain and so many things during COVID mm-hmm. in terms of like how I think about myself, how I think about life and all these mm-hmm. different things. And it's like, when you're happy with every single day, that's mm-hmm. what truly matters. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not at the end, not about that, that award you, you receive at the end of the day, it's Mm -hmm. your journey every single day with the people that you love, with the people that Mm -hmm. you serve, whatever it is, that's where life happens. So enjoy Mm -hmm. that. Mm
0: -hmm. And I want to touch back on the, you know, the point that you, you talked about, you know, not being a good student. I think this can resonate with a lot of our audience members out there. It's not that you weren't a good student. Our school structure is, you know, basically centered to be a standardization. And I think of it this way. Everyone is different. Everyone learns differently. And even our DNA is not the same. Everyone has different DNA for a reason. Everyone doesn't learn the same. Some people may learn better by writing something. Some people may be more hands-on with something. I think that everyone is unique in their own sense for a reason. And just because, you know, you didn't like I've had teachers that would fail you if you didn't solve a problem the exact same way that they wanted you to. But you got the right answer and you solved it your way, but they got it. You got it wrong because you didn't do it their way. So that's, you know, society trying to make us feel a little bit less about ourselves and things like that. So I just wanted to point that out so for anyone out there that may be feeling like that, you know, because look at you. You've accomplished so much. All this, all the articles that you've been featured in, you know, helping women and all that. So. I just want to put that out there
1: thank you for commending me and all the girls <laughs> listening to this podcast <laughs> know that bees don't
0: define you <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't because like You know, some people are just more creative people and they're able to succeed. Everyone has their own success. You may have someone who just is like strictly like fashion. They get everything in a fashion sense. You may Mm -hmm. be able to explain something like if I had two dresses and then I took one away, how many do I have? But if you tell them one plus one, they'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. know, We're all wired differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People experience the world differently. So I just wanted to put that out there, but I do want to give you the opportunity.
1: Oh, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go piggybacking off of what you were saying. (laughs) um, I would, wait, oh my gosh. I just forgot what I was going to say.
0: (laughs) You were talking about, um, you know, being defining your success based off of a standardization like school. Right,
1: thank you. So, I mean, as you can see, I'm super scatterbrained and kind of all over the place, right? Which is not necessarily what you see as like a definition of success right it's not necessarily you know they're always composed they're put together mm-hmm. you know da da but for me like you know in terms of how i work like i work at night i'm a night night owl like i spend all my day playing and then mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. i'm like ooh work mode you know versus you know like normally you're supposed to wake up at 7 you know for mm-hmm. school and like i mean i would uh, I just remember what I would like run after my dad. He would be driving away because he was a teacher at the school and uh-huh. I'll be like, and he would, like, I'm leaving. Like, you're, you're not going to make me late. And so I would <laughs> run after the car, like so many days, like, you know, please wait for me, you know? So, awkward. you know, it's not about, you know, how, you know, like learning about yourself and what makes you tick specifically mm-hmm. is what's going to help you become successful. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like learning your, like what is it that that gives you joy you know mm-hmm. how what does self-care mean to you for me it means right. massages like every single month you know and being <laughs> okay that, with that. that right right <laughs> but like oftentimes we, we we neglect that when we're like oh like it's just a eh, massage oh my gosh I have to spend 100 bucks or you know however wherever you go right and you mm-hmm. neglect that and you're like that doesn't matter yes it matters yes. because self-care is like so important so I would say like prioritizing your priorities and making sure mm-hmm. that like you like actually prioritizing your priorities. That's something that I also, that I've been learning during the season as well, because oftentimes we might say like, oh, I want to start a business. I want to start a blog, but are your actions actually stating that, you know, right. are you actually making time to learn how to blog? Are you actually, uh, 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 you know, whatever it is, if it's 15 minutes, if it's five minutes, you know, with kids and all these different other priorities, are you prioritizing your dreams?
0: Mm -hmm. no definitely because i think the best thing that you can do is invest in yourself and the biggest investment even if it's not monetary is time just being able to carve out time to do what it is that you want to do like um especially me when i left um college you know i graduated from college and then i started a job because i was like okay i want to start up my fitness line so let me get some money to just get this thing rolling And honestly, I was like exhausted because I would go get to work at like 7.30 in the morning, be there from 7.30 to 4.30, go to the gym right after that, come home by like six o'clock, seven o'clock, and then I would start working on my business, knowing I have to be up like early the next day. But I knew that it was important for me because I really, really, really wanted to get out of, you know, that that's not what, that corporate job was not for me. It wasn't for me. So I just knew that I needed to put in the time and the energy and the effort to get myself out of that position. So basically just putting your money where your mouth is. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but I do want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know, if they want to reach you, they want to um, for services, you know, for the blog, if they want to visit your blog um, or if they just want to follow your journey, how can they do that? Yes, I'm all over the
1: Internet at Lady Boss Blogger or my personal brand is Elaine Rao, R-A-U and it's E-L-A-I-N-E. Um, and I basically help you learn how to monetize the platforms that you're already on. For example, if you're using Instagram, how do you monetize that platform? Um, if you know, if you want to start a blog, how, how do you start it, and how do you actually make a, a business out of it? Um, and I also am going to be launching a email course, which is all about how to utilize and, and draw in leads and, and different stuff like that. So mm-hmm. be on the outlook for that.
0: <laughs> yes. yes, awesome. Well, we have all of that in the description in the podcast show notes. Um, it was such a pleasure to speak with you today, Elaine. Thank you for sharing your light and your energy. I loved it. I just love people who bring so much energy to the show. So thank you for that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Once again, this is Me to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.